If you think of cryptids in West Virginia parks, who's the first one that comes to mind? Mothman. Mothman, our Lord and Savior, Mothman. And, dude, like, I literally always say our Lord and Savior, Mothman. Don't know why. I think just because if you live in West Virginia, I mean, it's, it's, he's part of our culture. He's fantastic. He's our buddy. Well, Anyways. Like, when you and I were talking the other day, I was kind of like, he's, you know, your brown mountain light. Yes, exactly. Big, he's, he's our big your, thing yeah, here. He, yeah, he's your Walmart of monsters in your, in, in your state. Exactly, exactly. So, Mothman, of course, you know, him and his buns of seal, you know, come to mind when you think of cryptids in West Virginia. You might even think of the Flatwoods Monster, and if you've never heard of the Flatwoods Monster, you ought to look up that one, too. Um, but a lesser-known cryptid that lurks in the caves of Greenbrier County is also um, a pretty decently known cryptid that, once I say the name, you'll probably go, oh, okay. This creature is short and skinny with huge eyes, razor-sharp teeth, and pointed ears. It has, other than those features, human-like features also. And this creature is the one, the only, Bat Boy. Not to be confused with Batman, obviously. <laughs> is this the same? Like, we're talking, like, Inquirer Bat Boy? Ah, uh, yes, we is. Not Inquirer, the weekly world news, but we'll get there in a second. Okay, I did, I, I just just for my frame of reference. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Tabloid Bat Boy, that's him. Yep. So, okay, okay, good. The story of Batboy first broke in the June 23rd, 1992 edition of Weekly World News, which is a tabloid that is now defunct, unfortunately, with larger-than-life stories. In fact, in a 2000 interview with the Philadelphia Inquirer... Oh, my God, I just burnt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In a 2000 interview with the Philadelphia Inquirer, the then editor of Weekly World News, Eddie Klontz, stated that when it came to journalism ethics in regards to this specific tabloid, quote, we don't sit around and make up stories, Klontz said, but if we get a story about a guy who thinks he's a vampire, we'll take him at his word, end quote. <laughs> take that how you will for the remainder of this story, okay? So when the story of Batboy first broke, it was accompanied Wait, don't by Don't tell me the story of Batboy doesn't hold up. So, when the story of Batboy first broke, it was accompanied by a huge and I mean, I don't know if you ever remember seeing this or if you've seen the actual like article itself, but there was like oh, a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can remember, I mean, granted I was what, 9 years old when this came out, I think. Yeah, 8 or 9, I don't remember. But I can remember at the grocery store, because we had a little IGA store down in town that is now gone. May she rest in peace. But we had an IGA grocery store. They had, like, all the different tabloids. They had a whole rack for all the different tabloids. Like, for the, like, ones about celebrities and ones about this, ones about soap operas, and ones about the Weekly World News, where it had all the crazy-ass stories, right? And I can remember seeing the, the edition that had Batboy on there, and I was like, Wait a minute, that says it's in West Virginia. What? So, <laughs> no, I remember. I, I, I had. I can tell you exactly where I was when I saw Bat Boy. It was. I, I just had a, a sudden panic moment because I. Well, well, it was. I don't know if you guys had this grocery store chain. It was called Win Dixie. Yeah. Well, we don't have it up here. We had Food Lion, but we didn't have yeah, Dixie. Yeah, we, we have Food Lion. Well, you know, well, we had we had Food Town. And yeah. Food Lion. 
bought out Food Town. Oh, okay. And, gotcha. And, uh, yeah. I remember standing, in, the Win dixie was the closest grocery store to my grandmother's house. Yeah. And, um, of course, you know, it's the 80s. I'm a child, so I'm not thinking about the word Dixie at all. Yeah. But now that I am an older man, and it's, I'm trying to remember, was there a flag on top of Win dixie All right, so. When the story, oh, but, of... but for the for people out there, look and see if there's a Confederate flag on top of Win Dixie. Yeah, somebody find out for us and let us know. We'll look it up later, maybe. If we please text us a picture of a Confederate flag. So when the story of Bat Boy broke, um, it was accompanied by a huge front page photo of the mysterious creature with his eyes wide open and his mouth agape in a menacing snarl. Right, and in all real, by the way. I have a note in here, and it says, uh, in all reality, if this is a Photoshop picture, it's quite impressive for the early 1990s. Is it not? Well, I always assumed it was taken from, like, a, a, like a, like a 1930s Boris Kar- Karloff vampire movie. Like, I always assumed it was, like, an old... Yeah. No, that's, that's like, they're, that's the Batboy, apparently. Because I've never seen it, like, cross-reference with anything else. So, again, that is hella good Photoshopping skills or special effects makeup skills for the early 90s. I'm going to say it. There is a slight bit of contention as to where Batboy was discovered, but for the purpose of staying to the facts, right, um, <laughs> my facts and anybody else's facts here in Southern West Virginia, Batboy was found in Lost World Caverns just outside of Lewisburg, West Virginia. And yes, I've been to Lost World Caverns many a time. So one, one lore says that Batboy is said to be the child of a father who is likely to be a bat or a creature heavily dominated by bat genomes. And his mother was Susan Boy, who was a human being. How they know who his mom was? I, I ain't got a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I dreamed a dream. Yes. No. Not, not Susan Boyle. Susan Boy. Like B-O-Y. So we had Susan B-O-Y and Bat B-O-Y. Get it? Susan was a human, and apparently dad was a bat or some kind of creature that had bat genomes. Anyways. That's what happens if you get the fourth dose. Right. Um, Dr. Ron did. <laughs> bat genomes. <laughs> bat genomes and snake venom. Oh, man. Uh, we are not anti-vax on this podcast, by the way. We are pro-vax. Anyways. <laughs> um, we are losing our fucking minds at this point with these crypto creatures. All right. So, Dr. Ron Dillon is the scientist that's credited with the discovery of Bat Boy. Um, and he estimated his age, Bat Boy's age, to be around 10 years old when he was found. And the Weekly World News even went so far to publish, which, by the way, you're going to find that the Weekly World News, you know, stays up to date on their Bat Boy stories, just so you know. But Weekly World News went so far to publish an old chart that depicted Bat Boy's entire genealogy dating back to the 17th century. And this chart even uncovered a hidden history of the United States, one where bat hybrid people existed. So, uh, again, take what you will as far as um, truth in this story, uh, as I said just a little bit ago. The chart also proved that a species of bat-like creatures who possess bat DNA started breeding with humans as early as the uh, era of the Mayflower landing. So, you know, the pilgrims hopped off the Mayflower, they came to shore, they had that first Thanksgiving, and then, you know, there were some kind of bat humans that said, yo, you want to hook up or something? I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) 
but you see uh true blood i mean are you going to turn them down uh mm, don't if they i'm gonna get a lot of hate for this but if they're like bill compton no because i love bill team bill all the way mm, not okay team they're that they're scars guard um which one's still uh, he's eric and I always get oh. shit for being Team Bill. Bill is <laughs> Bill is Stephen Moyer, and Eric is Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, um, Team. Bill. I didn't make it past the first season. Oh God, I love it. We we talked about this the other day, and I told you I was like, "How dare you?" Because that's the most ridiculous and ludicrous show ever, and it's fantastic. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So it's believed that Bat Boy is a highly intelligent version of this breed of people that have dna from bats crossed with them and they hooked up with the people that came on the main flower or something i don't know um however he's also dangerous i mean duh he's got bat blood in him or bat dna in him and he frequently enjoys drinking human blood through a crazy straw so not like biting somebody but apparently he whips out his crazy straw and he's like let me stab you in the neck with this and suck your blood out I don't know. Just like in True Blood. No, in True Blood, they actually bite them. <laughs> they got that drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, 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 True Blood. I'm, I'm telling you, by this point in this story, I fucking love the story of Bat Boy, but God, it's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Hence why I sound insane, and I'm just like goofy as I'll get out right now. However, there is another telling on the discovery of Bat Boy. By the cavern's owner, Steve Silverberg. Know the man, he's a wonderful person. Um, That states that Bat Boy is believed to have fallen into Lost World Caverns in Lewisburg back in the 1950s. And then he was not discovered by a scientist, but he finally escaped 30 years later in 1992. Bat Boy lived his early years underground, secluded, and away from modern civilization. We can confirm that, right? Right. Right, right. Right. Once he was brought to the surface, whether it was his own accord or Dr. What's-His-Face's Who's the What's-It, chaos ensued for the little creepy guy, um, according to Weekly World News, because guess what? Weekly World News follows everything when it comes to Bat-Boy, or they did. Um, scientists and reporters alike quickly learned that Bat-Boy is an elusive creature who is frequently on the run, and because of his hybrid nature, Bat-Boy's human morals are reportedly non-existent. Well, no shit assholes of course <laughs> in fact <laughs> bat boy has been known to be quite tricky and even managed to steal a vehicle once however tell me how the fuck did he learn how to drive a vehicle if he'd been underground all his life like okay so did he ba- just have like bat super boy brain taken... <laughs> that boy has taken a turn and he is now the man with the golden voice <laughs> oh god remember that guy I think I do. I think um, he was the guy that like. So the guy finds him on the side of the road, and he's like, "The '60s, the '70s, the '80s." And oh, yes, yes, yeah. The man with the golden voice, the yes. homeless man with the golden voice. You know, and yes. He's like, oh my God, he's got this amazing voice. Oh my God, he's got this amazing voice. We're gonna give him all these jobs. What? He's got a substance abuse problem? <laughs> Who would have guessed? <sighs> all right, so. Yeah, he managed to steal a vehicle. How he learned to drive one, I don't fucking know. Anyways, so, even though he will often disappear for extended periods of time, he always resurfaces and even likes to provide his opinion on a range of social... I can't 
Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, let me try to get, because I'm telling you, it makes me crack up. So, he often disappears for extended periods of time, but he always resurfaces. And when he does, he likes to provide his opinion on a range of social issues and political discussions. Oh, wow. I don't remember this part. I don't know. Talking about Betty Ford. I don't know. <laughs> like, I can't deal with it. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I remember. Like, it's like, was it? I oh, think I remember Oh, numerous stories on him. That's the thing. I, I, I feel like I remember, like, from, you know, from the grocery store, like, was that boy, like, dating Lonnie Anderson or no, something like we'll that? No, but we'll get there. I mean, it wasn't Lonnie Anderson, but we'll get there. <laughs> oh, Oh, I was right. I was right. Yeah. It's not Lonnie Anderson now, okay? So I know, I know. But still, still, that way with Yeah. Oh, you're going to die when you hear who it is. All right. So each time he appears, of course, each time the Bat Boy appears, Weekly World News has always been there to cover his actions, like I said before, right? In the years since Bat Boy's discovery, some of his hijinks that he's gotten into on, you know, all these different times that they report on, He's reportedly met Elvis because we know Elvis ain't dead, y'all. Um, he announced a run for president. <laughs> the U.S. I mean, he converted to Judaism. Like what? <laughs> and he did even... he ever meet the Pope? No. Um. Yes, actually, I think he did. If I remember right. And God, these people are gonna hate that I'm like cackling through this. He even dated the one and only Jennifer Lopez for a time. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I I can't uh, believe okay, so. So like when you when you first met Jenny him, from like, the I block. Was thinking, <laughs> I, I was thinking Bat Boy. Like when you said nineties, uh, I was like I was thinking he came out earlier oh, in the eighties or something. No, it wasn't until ninety two. When did he date Jennifer Lopez? Like how? Like how long has Bat Boy been in our? Uh... Listen, when I say that Bat Boy is, was a long running gag with the Weekly World News, I ain't lying. Like they would do every year or every couple years, they would do a new article on him on like his latest hijinks and stuff. Weekly World News had a slam dunk with Bat Boy when it came out in ninety. When this edition came out in ninety two. And they just fucking ran with it, dude. They were like, we're just going to keep going. Everybody loved Bat Boy, so why not? So Yeah, because I, I remember, like, Bat Boy was everywhere. Because I remember, uh, and you might talk about it. I apologize if you talk about this. No, but, it's uh, okay. Norm MacDonald. I, I feel like oh, Norm MacDonald. yes. Or, uh, or no, I haven't Dennis, talked about that, Dennis but yeah. Miller. I think it was, Somebody, I think it was Norm. It would have been Norm, yeah. I feel like he did some Bat Boy stuff. Mm -hmm. and, I think he did. And, uh, like Conan definitely did, and yes. probably Jay Leno and all those yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had just so you know, I had written down while you were while you were talking. I was like, I need to write down a few names real quick. So uh, I had uh, Jane Fonda was one of my choices of <laughs> that that boy could have dated. Just, just keeping with the world weekly news and their yes. hatred of yes. Jane Fonda and, and yes. Squire and all that. And uh, <clears throat> the other one I thought of, I was like, okay, of its time, who would have been the person in the early 90s? And I said, Kirstie Alley. 
Oh god, that would have been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I think so I remember Jennifer seeing Lopez something was... about Kirstie Alley's like alien baby though in Weekly World News at some point. So that probably is why you thought of Kirstie Alley. <laughs> probably so, yeah. It, it was it was either they were either talking about her in some weird thing, um Yeah. Or or she was overweight. That was always what it was. <laughs> yeah. We it will not fat Kirstie shame, but we will say Kirstie Alley's fucking that shit crazy though that's for sure <laughs> so <laughs> all right so now that i've composed myself a little bit <laughs> because that way dating jennifer lopez is just chef's kiss level shit right there okay all right God. so <laughs> you're like why that? how do we have i don't here? i don't have a date on when he apparently dated j-lo unfortunately okay. yeah yeah i'm going to assume it was maybe before her like first time around being engaged to ben affleck uh I don't know. Anyways. So, Batboy was even apparently used for his acute hearing services by the U.S. government after the September 11th attacks. Um, And he was even sent to Afghanistan to help with the search for Osama bin Laden. Did you know that? You don't know this, but I just did a slow take to the microphone. Do what? I, 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 I said, I just did a slow take to the microphone. I was looking away. <laughs> As you said that, I looked at the microphone as if it was a camera like, are you fucking shitting me? You turned into Stanley like, in the office. <laughs> I didn't know. What, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I just looked right because it was just like, they did what? Apparently, they used him in September apparently, 11th? Apparently. I, I started turning my head in September 11th and ended on Afghanistan. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Um. Anyway, so that's all his like you know, shenanigans he's gotten into. Uh, so some articles say he gets angry with people and doesn't like them trying to capture him. And I mean, I, same, you know, I wouldn't blame him either. <laughs> I wouldn't be happy. <laughs> like, oh, sure. Yes, I'll go along for your wild ride to, you know, capture Osama bin Laden. Sure. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> So apparently he even one time, because, you know, he don't like people, um, one time he apparently bit off a doctor's nose. So there's that. Um, our dear beloved Bat Boy um, has also gained notoriety to the point where he has had cameo roles in The Simpsons and even had a speaking part in American Dad. <laughs> Take that, Mothman. No, I love Mothman. All right. So, perhaps the best display of love for Batboy, though, would have to be the one, the only, Batboy the Musical. Yes, you heard me right. Batboy the Musical. (laughs) (laughs) Batboy the Musical is an American rock musical with a, a book also. So, it's a musical, but there was also a book that was written in conjunction with this musical by Keith Farley and Brian Fleming. And music and lyrics for the musical were by Lawrence O'Keefe. And it first premiered at Actors Gang Theater in 1997. And you, if you haven't heard of Actors Gang Theater, it's actually owned, or it was at the time, owned by Tim Robbins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Andy Dufresne, Shawshank Redemption. So, perfection. Uh, two of my favorite things colliding, you know, Shawshank Redemption, uh, Andy Dufresne, and Batboy. Smush them together, perfection. And so it premiered at the Actors Gang Theater in 1997, 
and has since been produced off-Broadway and in London's West End at the, and at the Edinburgh Festival and in scores of productions throughout the world, including at the one, the only, Greenbar Valley Theater in Greenbar County, where Batboy originated from. Anyways, and I have a friend who was actually in Batboy the Musical when it was at Greenbar Valley Theater. So, woohoo! All right. The musical itself differs in a few of its plot details from all those weekly world news articles um, and their portrayal of Batboy. Um, one of the big things is in the musical, Batboy learns to speak from his adoptive family, yearns for acceptance, and tries to join society only to face hatred and violence from a town that fears him and jealous rage from his foster father. So the book um, deals with serious themes also, such as hypocrisy, acceptance, forgiveness, racism, revenge, and scapegoating. Um, but it, the book often like kind of punches through the most serious parts with like slapstick, uh, surrealism, campy horror, and irony. Um, and the show also contains religious themes with biblical biblical allusions such as quoting uh the quoting of psalm 23 and genesis 9 4 and the second act of bat boy the musical actually begins with a religious tent revival meeting so you know what i'm talking about when i say like tent revival right uh-huh. yeah so tent revivals for those that are not from you know the country or you know appalachia whatever tent revivals which they still have tent revivals sometimes it's usually what it is it'll be a church will like try to do a big group gathering they'll set up literally like a tent out in you know in a field somewhere and do like a lot of this is for like the hard shell baptist did those a lot and holy rollers i mean those are the kinds of religions that would do the tent revivals so that's like the story of bat boy and um the bat boy the musical and uh so you want good news or bad news about bat boy all of it all of it all right good (laughs) news is we love bat boy bat boy had tons of like different stories published in the weekly world news i mean like i said they followed his actions you know but unfortunately um bat boy was a fictional creation um by the first editor of the weekly world news so r.i.p bad boy we love you wow yeah (laughs) were there ever were there ever like like kind of the same way with puck wudgies were there ever Uh sightings of bad boy no so according to weekly world news yeah sure he popped up all over the place you know i mean he worked for the u.s government and stuff as far as like here true local lore oh hell no ain't nobody seen that little squirt no one (laughs) (laughs) um real quick so i'm not gonna even try to list my sources uh we will have both our sources listed in the description on the podcast when it uploads just fyi so you can come go look at all that good stuff uh but yeah that was bat boy so um i love sharing the good word about bat boy (laughs) Listen, I had for us to end on Bat Boy because Bat Boy is just too good to be true. <laughs> so yeah, good point. The same way, our, the same way, Puck was. Jeez Louise! All right, Pox, where can they, the good people, find you on the interwebs, sir? I am very easy to find. I am at Pox Holiday, P O X H O L I D A Y, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, 
all that fun stuff. And you can also listen to my other podcast, Pox and Puss, a podcast about the Appalachian Trail. And um, you can find me um, on Twitter at HeyThatNikki, N-I-K-K-I. Um, and that's all you get from me is my Twitter. Um, but it's it's always a good route on my Twitter. It's like, yeah, you'll see once you look at it, whatever. Um, anyways. <laughs> and remember, some people walk into the woods to make memories. And some people walk into the woods to be forgotten. Tell me where.